Welcome to the Dr. Wyatt Show podcast where developing a long-lasting, happy relationship is the status symbol to achieve, and following my six marriage steps is a path to help get you there. I'm your host, Dr. Wyatt Fisher, a licensed psychologist specializing in marriage counseling. Remember, you can contact me on the Dr. Wyatt Show Monday through Thursday from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Mountain Standard Time with your marriage questions. You can reach me at 720-307-7347. If you don't get me, leave a voicemail and I'll respond back to your message on the next Dr. Wyatt Show podcast. Well, welcome to the holiday season of 2021. This is going to be my last podcast episode series of the year. I'm taking the next two weeks off and then I'll come back with a new series at the first of the year in 2022. So today, the series is going to be called, for this week, it's going to be called How to Make It Through the Holidays Without Killing Your Partner. So there's lots of things we could cover on how to make it through the holidays successfully. So I'm going to break it down into four parts. Today, I'm doing the first part, and today is all about finances. So how do we make it through the holidays financially in a healthy, successful way without feeling resentful toward our partner. So that's what we're gonna get into. Now it's important to talk about how to make it through the holidays because obviously you're gonna make it through the holidays, but you wanna make it through the holidays well. You wanna be on the other side of the holidays in 2022 thinking that was a really pleasant holiday. We made it through well, we handled it well, we stayed connected, we made good choices. A lot of times we don't feel like that at the end of the holidays. A lot of times we have regret. We did too much, we spent too much, we were disconnected, it was stressful, it was frustrating. You don't wanna feel like that when the holidays are over. So I hope that you listen to these podcast episode series. Hopefully they're gonna provide you with some nuggets to consider to help you and your partner and your family make it through the holidays as peaceful as possible. So today is part one. So part one is all about finances. So the first thing to consider when it comes to finances in the holidays is to set a budget together with your partner. How much do you each think you should spend on each other and on your kids? You have to talk about it. Don't just be spontaneous and just buy whatever you think they want whenever you're out. First, Have a discussion with your partner on how much should we spend on each other and how much should we spend on our children. And one of you may think you should spend a low amount. One of you may think you should spend a high amount. And if that occurs, you're going to have to negotiate and compromise and share power. Remember the tool, bounce the ball. This is going to come in handy a lot through the holidays. Bounce the ball occurs, first of all, in your heart. In your heart, you have to believe in the value of sharing power. You have to believe in the value of each of you having an equal voice in your relationship. That's sharing power. You have to have the right heart. If you have the right heart, the skill is very effective. And the skill is partner A discusses their opinion on the topic, the value that comes from, then they bounce the ball by saying, what do you think? Then partner B does the same thing. They say their opinion on that topic, where that value comes from, then they bounce the ball back and say, what do you think? And at that point, things shift because both partners have shared their opinion and where it comes from for them. So at that point, partner A has to adjust their position by a few degrees to move toward partner B's position. So they say their new opinion, 
their new compromise, their adjustment, they say what it is, then they bounce the ball over and say, what do you think? Then partner B has to do the same. They have to adjust their original position by a few degrees to honor partner A. So they say their new opinion, their new adjustment, then they bounce the ball and say, what do you think? And if both partners have a malleable spirit and believe in sharing power, eventually you will find a win-win. So you may need to use that technique when it comes to how much money should we spend on each other and on our kids. You wanna get on the same page because that is setting a budget. So if you set a budget, you're gonna be more in sync and unified so that you have that number in your head when you're shopping, when you're looking at things because you and your partner have already discussed, we're gonna spend $30 per child, or we're gonna spend $75 per child, or whatever. Whatever number you come up with, you'll be more in sync if you're in agreement, and then you follow that. So that goes to number two. So number two, the number two tip during the holidays when it comes to finances is avoid all debt. Debt is so tempting. Our culture makes debt very, very enticing. Pay now, and you won't. You we can do these twelve months of payments. You know, buy it today, or and no payments for three months, or low interest rates, or finance, finance, finance. There's all these temptations, all these bombardments of advertisements of to of how to get in debt. Are you in debt? If you are, you are normal. You are 99% of the US population, of the world population, because so many people fall prey to all these finance options. Buy now, pay later, spread it out over two years, those payments. And so we take the bait and we move forward. But then what happens after that is we get stressed because now we have all these payments to all these people and then our money feels tight. And our emotional security is often tied to financial security. So the more payments we have, the more bills we have, the more debt we have, the harder it is to breathe. It's constricting, it's a horrible feeling. And I can relate to this. There's been times in my life where I have gotten into debt and it was so crippling and so restrictive and I felt like I couldn't breathe. And so I had to make some changes in how I was managing my money so that I wouldn't fall prey to debt anymore. It's so easy to fall into that. So I know exactly how it feels because I have been in debt. So you wanna think about the holidays with how can we purchase these gifts? How can we afford the things we wanna do with cash? How are we gonna save up? How can we plan ahead? How can we put this in, a, in our budget so that when Christmas comes, there's no surprises, there's no financial stress. A lot of times it's stressful, and we used to be this way. So my wife and I used to never integrate the cost of all the presents for Christmas, and we have four kids, so there's a family of six, plus our parents. So it's a lot of presents, a lot of costs around Christmas, and we would never budget for it. And then Christmas would come, and my wife would be eager to start shopping, and I would be reluctant because of all the cost. And so it would create stress in our relationship, and it would create stress for me financially because of the cost. And so finally, I had an aha moment several years ago, and I realized we need to be putting into our budget Christmas so that 
every month we're gradually building that savings account for Christmas because it's part of our budget so that when Christmas comes, when the holidays come, we're prepared because we've already been saving that money throughout the year. So then we can spend, we're already on the same page with how much we're gonna spend and we have the money. We've been saving for it. So then we can spend without any guilt, without any stress, and we avoid debt. So that's the second thing to consider. How could you move through the holidays and avoid all debt? It's very recommended so that you can reach the end of the holiday feeling stress-free because you don't have debt hanging over your head. Number three, remember the reason for the season. The reason for the season is not presence. The reason for the season can be a variety of things. It can be family. It can be quality time together. If you're a faith-based family, it can be spiritual in nature. It can be serving other people. The reason of the season is not presents. Presents are fun. Presents are nice. I love getting presents. I love giving presents. So presents are part and parcel to the holiday season. However, it's not the primary focus or it should not become the primary focus. And often it is. Often it's all we think about is the presence and who am I going to get this and what are they going to get me and how much should I spend on them? It consumes us because it takes a lot of work. It's a lot of prep getting all those presents organized. But just try to remember, it's not about all the presents. What is the reason for the season for you? What's your personal value system? What's most important to you around the holidays? What do you want to honor and cherish the most around the holidays? Most likely, it's not presents. It's something bigger. It's something grander. Latch on to that so that you can keep it in perspective when it comes to money and presents and all the stress that can be wrapped up in that. Remember the reason for the season. The fourth thing to consider when it comes to finances and the holidays is that research shows money does not buy happiness. However, experiences do. So when they've done research around this, the research that I have read, when people get new things, it may bump their happiness momentarily, but then the newness wears off. The shiny object syndrome fades. And then we're back to how we felt before because items usually don't have a very long span where they keep our attention, where they boost our happiness because we get used to them. We get desensitized to those new items and then it's back to life as usual. However, research does show that experiences tend to boost happiness and that boost tends to be sustained because then every time you think back to that memory, it's a boost. Every time you see the photos of that memory, it's a boost. So if you're considering spending money on things this Christmas, consider funneling some of that that money more toward experiences rather than items. And those experiences can be anything. It can be, we're gonna go to a special musical play, or we're gonna do an overnight somewhere special, or we're gonna take a week and go somewhere really exciting and go skiing for a week. Whatever you can afford in cash, whatever in your budget, but try to funnel some of that money toward experiences rather than items because it will last longer. It's a longer burn. It's gonna sustain happiness and give you a boost and your family a boost more long-term than presents will. So those are four things to 
consider when it comes to finances on how to make it through the holidays without killing your partner. Number one, set a budget together. Number two, avoid debt. Number three, remember the reason for the season. And number four, experience rather than items. Prioritize experiences rather than items. The call to action this week, if you enjoyed the content, I'm gonna create a free PDF and it's gonna cover all four parts of the series. And part one is what we talked about today. So part one is gonna be on there, it's gonna summarize the main points, and then it's gonna give you some discussion questions on how to discuss this with your partner so that you can get on the same page with your partner on finances for the holidays. So if you want that free PDF, go to my website, drwyattfisher.com, that's D-R-W-Y-A-T-T-F-I-S-H-E-R.com, forward slash pages, forward slash freebies. If you go there, look for this episode on how to make it through the holidays without killing your partner, and you'll see a free PDF that you can download and apply the content that we're discussing. Thank you for listening to the Dr. Wyatt Fisher podcast. If you enjoyed the episode today, be sure to click the five stars and leave a review. And one of the best ways you can say thank you or express your appreciation for the podcast is to pay it forward. If you would, please let one person know about the podcast, The Dr. Wyatt Show, today. I'd really appreciate it. And remember, your marriage is alive. So if you care for it and nurture it, it will grow. But if you neglect it and deprive it, it will wilt and die. The choice is up to you. Take care.